Welcome to the Neurobiopsy Podcast. I'm Audrey. This is a podcast where you will learn one type of neurological disease per episode, and it will be in alphabetical order. I will talk about its history as well as the cause and mechanism, and end it with the key cell or tissue that has been extracted for today's podcast biopsy. All right, so today we're going to talk about letter G. And today's topic is going to be about Gaucher disease. Of course, this is a big word, and we're going to delve a bit deeper into this kind of disease. So let's get to it. So Gaucher's disease stands as the most prevalent among the inherited metabolic conditions categorized as lipid storage disorders. Lipids encompass a range of fatty substances, oils, fatty acid, wax, and steroids like cholesterol and estrogen. This disorder arises due to an insufficiency of the enzyme known as glucocerebrosidase. Consequently, fatty materials can amass in various organs including the spleen, liver, lungs, bone marrow, the brain. Okay, so now let's begin the episode with a little bit of the history of Gaucher's disease. In 1882, Dr. Philippe Gaucher, a French doctor and dermatologist, reported a case of splenomegaly with infantile cerebral lipidosis in a patient. He noticed the characteristic enlarged spleen and other symptoms associated with disease. Dr. Gaucher's observations laid the foundation for the understanding of Gaucher's disease, which would later bear his name. Gaucher's disease was initially classified as a rare disorder affecting the spleen, and it was primarily associated with hepatosplenomegaly, which is enlargement of the liver and spleen. However, further research revealed its multisystemic nature, impacting not only the spleen, but also the bones and other organs. Subsequent research identified three different subtypes of Gaucher's disease based on the severity of symptoms, age of onset, and specific clinical features. So type 1, which is non-neuropathic, type 2, which is acute neuronopathic, and type 3 is chronic neuronopathic. Gaucher's disease occurs in 1 in 50,000 to 100,000 people in the general population. Type 1 is the most common form of this disorder in Europe, Israel, Canada, and the United States. Gaucher's disease is passed down from parents to children, which is inherited. It is caused by a problem with the GBA gene. It is an autosomal recessive disorder. This means that each parent must pass along an abnormal GBA gene for their child to get Gaucher's disease. Parents may only have one GBA gene and therefore not show any signs of this disease, but be the carriers of this kind of disease. Gaucher's disorder type 1 is most commonly found among Ashkenazi Jews, which have a high number of carriers of the defective GBA gene. The GBA gene is responsible for making an enzyme called glucocerebrosidase, which is GCAs. People with Gaucher's disease don't have enough of this enzyme, and GCAs are proteins that perform several tasks, including break down fats in your body. If your body does not have enough of these enzymes, fatty chemicals called Gaucher's cells build up in your organs, bone marrow, and brain and the excess fats cause a wide range of problems and symptoms. They affect how your organs work, and they destroy blood cells and weaken bones. 
Okay, so now I'm going to explain the three subtypes in detail. Type 1, this is the most common type of Gaucher's disease. It affects about 90% of people with the, with the disease. If you have type 1, you don't have enough patellates in your blood. This can make you bruise easily and feel very tired or fatigued. Your symptoms can start at any age, and you might have an enlarged liver or spleen. You may also have kidney, lung, or skeletal problems. Type 2, this form of the disease affects babies by age 3 to 6 months. It is fatal. In most cases, children don't, have, don't live beyond 2 years old. Type 3, symptoms include skeletal problems, eye movement disorders, seizures that become more obvious over time. Blood disorders, breathing problem, and liver spleen enlargement also occurs. Symptoms can manifest either during childhood or in adulthood and encompass skeletal abnormalities, bone lesions, and leading to potential pain and fractures, spleen and liver enlargement, liver dysfunction, anemia, and the presence of yellow spots in the eyes. Gaucher's disease is typically categorized into three prevalent clinical subtypes, as we mentioned before. As usual, we present a clinical case of the Gaucher's disease. An 18-year-old African-American female patient was admitted to Arnaldo Million Hospital, presenting with the primary complaint of abdominal pain in the, upper, in the right upper quadrant. This pain had initiated two weeks prior with a moderate level of intensity. Initially, she found some relief by using oral non-steroidal and anti-inflammatory drugs. However, as time passed, her pain ceased to respond to this medication group. During the physical examination, the doctors noted a conjunctival pallor and identified painful hepatomegaly, with the liver extending 5 centimeters below the right coastal margin. Upon percussion of the left, up, the left upper quadrant, the doctors observed an area of dullness located 8 centimeters below the left coastal margin, which moved with her breathing. In order to identify Gaucher's disease, your healthcare provider will conduct a thorough examination and inquire you about your health symptoms. The diagnosis of Gaucher's disease involves either a blood test, which assesses enzyme levels, or a DNA test to detect the presence of gene mutations responsible for causing Gaucher's disease. To assess whether you carry the Gaucher disease gene, your provider will conduct a DNA test using either a saliva or blood sample. It's important to note that Gaucher's disease carriers typically do not exhibit any symptoms, however, they can potentially transmit the disease to their offspring. If you are a carrier and contemplating starting, about, starting a family, your provider will prefer you to get a, will prefer you to a genetic counselor to help you make informed decisions regarding your family planning. Enzyme replacement therapy is also an available option for individuals with Gaucher disease types 1 and 3, so they are too treatable. Administer intravenously every two weeks. This treatment is effective in reducing the size of the liver and spleen, alleviating skeletal abnormalities, and ameliorating other symptoms associated with the condition. In the U.S., the Food and Drug Administration has granted approval for taliglucerase alpha as a long-term enzyme replacement therapy for individuals with type 1 Gaucher's disease. In very rare instances, the removal of the spleen through surgery may become necessary, while blood transfusions can provide relief to certain individuals experiencing anemia. Joint replacement surgery may be recommended for some individuals to enhance their ability 
mobility, and overall quality of life. It is important to acknowledge that, unfortunately, there's no current effective treatment available for the severe brain damage that can manifest in individuals with Gaucher disease types 2 and 3. Overall, today we talked about Philippe Gaucher with his findings about the disease, the three subtypes of the, of the Gaucher's disease, as well as the common symptoms induced by the condition. In today's episode, we examined the fatty acids all over in your body for our biopsy. That's all I have for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to rate the view and subscribe. You can find future episodes on Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Bye!